So chapter nine is called Beyond Happiness and Unhappiness, There is Peace. And this chapter kind of talks about how, yes, we all love to be happy, but happiness is always fleeting, you know, especially if you're finding happiness from external things, it's always going to be a come and go type of emotion. So the goal here is to find inner peace within ourselves throughout all of life, even in the hard times and the great times. We just want to have that peace within us as we go throughout our life journey. The difference between happiness and inner peace is that happiness depends on conditions being perceived as positive and inner peace does not. I mean, so many things in life can bring us happiness. A new car, money, a job that you really wanted, some material good, going to a concert, you know, all of the things. But what happens when those things are over or you are used to them and that joy and excitement in the beginning fades away? What's left? Well, what should be left and what I hope to help bring is inner peace because inner peace is something that can always be found within no matter the situation, no matter if it is portrayed as good or bad. You know, there's so many times in our life that it's just kind of stagnant. There's not really anything exciting going going on and why not be content and at peace with the slow and the uneventful times instead of waiting for something to happen to bring happiness because then you're just wasting so much time of your life being unhappy or resentful of the moment and there's just a lot of our life I think probably even like half of it or even more is just us doing our mundane activities our day-to-day life working towards something bigger so we have to learn to be okay and at peace and it is different than happiness because happiness is a lot more a lot stronger of an emotion while inner peace is more of a steady calmness inside also we are the only ones that are able to perceive something as good or bad we don't really know what the purpose is because so many things at least in my life and I'm sure you guys can relate something happens and at the time it's either really good or really bad but then it turns out to be the exact opposite you know you let some time pass and you see the whole picture and you're like okay that's why that happened like this is such an extreme I don't know why this came to my head but like say you had a flight and say you were so late and you're running to the airport, you missed your flight, and you're pissed off the whole day, you missed your flight, whatever. But then on the news, it says the airplane crashed and everyone died. That was good for you, but at the moment, you perceived it as bad. I know that, like, that was such an extreme, but things like that happen all the time, where at that moment, we only see a sliver of the entire picture, and we perceive it as something, and then that affects our mood. But... I think what I've been doing recently to practice is just whenever things come up in my life, I kind of just let it go with ease and just wait to see what happens because we really don't know why something happened or what's going to happen from it. 
So all we can do is remain with that peace, letting go of all anxiety about what could happen, the what ifs, and just being okay what, with what already has happened. I know at least for me, some of the biggest failures and losses in my life have turned out to be my greatest teachers. They've pushed me so far down the path. I've grown so much and I'm so grateful for them because I would not be who I was without the hard times. And I think so many of you guys can relate to like we all go through things in life that we perceive as bad. But now looking back, we're like, wow, look how much I've grown from that. Look how much I've changed. Now I can share this compassion with other people you have humility and more depth to yourself because you've gone gone through what you would have perceived as a struggle. And I think everyone kind of should sh- struggle in a way because it just helps evolve who you are as a person. And, you know, I, I think struggling can help you help others because there's going to be a time that you're struggling when your friend isn't but then there's gonna be time that your friend is struggling when you are and you can use that advice that you took for yourself when you were struggling and help others and it can really turn into a positive if you want to think of it like that as I read this book I've learned how much animals can actually be our teachers for example Eckhart was meditating he was at a pond one day he was observing the ducks and he saw that these two ducks were kind of getting close to each other and you know ducks they get pissed if one of the other ones comes into their path so they started bickering they bicker for what three seconds and what he noticed was after they bickered they both flapped their wings aggressively and then went their separate ways and I think that's cool it's kind of like they just you know, had a small little banter, and then they shook it off, and they went their separate ways, and I think we need to take that advice more, you know, we can't hold on to these small little inconveniences, and build it up within ourselves, and accumulate anger, because why, like, that's just, there's no reason for that, life is way too short to hold on to the small inconveniences, so like the doc said, shake it off, and go about your day, you know, you have so much more to worry about than a stupid little inconvenience that someone gave to you. I mean, I watch it all around me, and I'm sure you all can notice as well. I feel like when I observe people, or even myself, when I get to that point of heated emotion, it always starts with the small things, and then it the snowball, the snowball effect happens, and all of a sudden, you're just so heated. But if you really break it down and notice... It started with that first thing that you didn't fully let go and then the next thing happened and then you're saying, oh, I'm have, I have a horrible day today. I'm having a horrible day and then you're affirming that out loud so you're going to attract more bad things and perceive more things as bad and it's just going to turn your day into a shit show. So that's why after the first one or two inconveniences happen, You take a deep breath and you have that positive mindset about it and you go about your day and you will notice that your day will change. Even if it started off a little poorly, you can still flip it around. It's never too late. We all know how people can really get on our nerves, really frustrate us. And what I've practiced and what I've learned from this book 
is when someone is, you know, spewing their negativity on you, trying to hurt you, whatever, picture yourself as this transparent being and nothing can stick in you. They can't get that negativity to attach onto you because you are transparent. And I know this sounds weird, but if you mentally visualize yourself as this while you are feeling a little frustrated, it will literally feel as though like it won't stick to you. I, I use this method all the time and it does sound silly and it does take a lot of practice, but when you can master this, it feels as though nothing can affect you because why? Why would you let things affect you? Of course, there's going to be things that you feel emotions, but when it's the stupid little things people at work are saying, petty, petty statements to you, just let it go. It's That's not something to stress about. It's not something to hold on to. It's it's just their internal unhappiness that they're trying to spew out into the world. At the end, he said something really interesting. He compared us to a lake. And he says how the lake is always still at the bottom, but the top can get windy and rippled. And that's kind of like us humans. Like We all have this inner peace and inner knowing within us. But we can get a little windy, things can get shaky, we can have emotions, but at the end of the day, we have this inner peace that we can shine outward when we are feeling these emotions that we don't really want to feel. And it's just a reminder that we can always resort back to our breath and come to this state of solitude within us because Life is going to throw us left and right and around the corner, but we have to come back to our body and ourselves and know that we are as we are. And we are right here and now and we are still. And a lot of the struggles that we have take place in our head, but it's our duty to remember that we are not our thoughts and We can control those, even though it does take a lot of work, but we really can. And that pretty much wraps up this chapter. I appreciate you for listening, and tune in next Sunday for the next chapter.